Kalia begs for mercy. As Lord Krishna danced on Kalia's mighty horn, Kalia felt immense pain. He trembled with terror to realize that he was about to meet his end. If I do not beg for mercy now, I will surely die, thought the king of the serpents. The mighty serpent also understood that the young boy dancing on his own could not be an ordinary mortal. In sheer terror, the truth sank into Kalia's mind that his tormentor was in truth Lord Vishnu. So he begged, Have mercy on me, I regret my mistake. So the serpent is ready to accept defeat. Though he is evil, yet he is ready to accept his mistake and he is begging for mercy. His wife are also pleading for mercy, thought Lord Krishna. As the incarnation of Lord Vishnu, he was filled with compassion even for the poisonous serpent who decided to show mercy to the snake. Lord Krishna spares Kalia's life. The king of the serpents bowed down to Lord Krishna. Kalia, I have decided to spare your life, Lord Krishna said. Kalia and his wife started to thank Lord Krishna. Do not thank me, for it is my nature to spare the lives of those who truly repent for their evil ways. As you have accepted defeat at my hands, I must spare your life. My Lord, you have defeated even me, the mighty Kalia. You are feared by the demon king Kalsa as well said the frightened snake. You will know me by my mercy and compassion, but there is a price for your release. Are you willing to pay it? asked Lord Krishna, knowing that he had no choice but to accept the condition Kalya said. Yes, my lord, I will accept any condition that you place before me so that I may secure my release. Kalya leaves River Yamuna. Lord Krishna decided to rid River Yamuna of Kalya. Kalia, you must leave the waters of the Yamuna forever. You cannot remain here and poison these waters. The passers-by, birds as well as trees are suffering the ill effects of the venom you spread in the water," said Lord Krishna. Hearing this, the mighty Kalia started to weep. This is my home, O Lord. If I go back to the mighty ocean, Garuda will never spare me, my wives or even my fellow snakes. Kalia cried out in his misery. Lord Krishna sensed that Kalia's misery was indeed deep. He said, Do not fear, Kalia. The mark of my feet on your hood will protect you from the wrath of Garuda when you reach the mighty ocean. Hearing this, Kalia was relieved. He understood that true power is full of compassion and love. Kalia realized that the divine forces had blessed him through his encounter with Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna purifies the Yamuna. Kalia's wives, his family and relatives began to thank Lord Krishna. Kalia said, I am leaving the waters of the Yamuna with a blessing, all because of your mercy. O oh Lord, now I can return to the mighty ocean where I belong. His duel with Lord Krishna had led to Kalia's defeat, but Lord Krishna's compassion filled the serpent king's heart with peace. Kalia and his wives, along with all the other snakes, returned to the mighty ocean. Once they left, the waters of river Yamuna were purified and freed of poison. Lord Krishna then returned to the shore where Yashoda, Nanda and Balram, along with many people from Vrindavan, were standing. Seeing the defeat of the mighty serpent and his snakes at the hands of Lord Krishna, the gopis let out loud. Denu Kasura's Tala Groove 
the cowherds at Vrindavan would often long for fruits from the Kala trees in grove. They also wished they could leave their cattle there to graze. But this was not possible because a Deitya demon named Denuka lived there. Denuka was a demon who looked almost like a donkey but ate a deer's meat. He lived in Tala groves with his fellow Deityas. He was evil and ferocious. One day, the cowherds requested Krishna and Balram to get fruit from the Tala groove. Do not worry, my fellow cowherds, Krishna and I will soon get the fruits, said Balram. Be careful, Balram, the evil demon Denuka, who lives there with his fellow Deityas, kicks anyone who enters the Tala groove. Warned the cowherds. Lord Krishna merely smiled at this, for he knew that the reason he was entering the groove was that Denukasura was about to die. Fight against Denukasura. Balram and Lord Krishna entered the Tala groove. It appeared deserted. Both of them picked fruits from the trees. Suddenly, one of the fruits fell to the ground with a loud thud. The sound of the falling fruit broke the uneasy silence in the grove. This alerted demon Denuka who guarded the grove. The two turned around to the sound of this thudding hooves as he came charging out. The ugly body of Denukasura was a hideous sight to behold. More terrifying was the angry hatred in his eyes as he charged towards Lord Krishna and Balram. How dare you enter my grove, you foolish boys! I will destroy you! shouted the angry demon. As Denukasura ran towards them, Lord Krishna merely smiled as he stood fearless. Denukasura reached Balram first and he tried to kick him. Balram lifted him up in his hands. He then hurled the demon against the rocks and destroyed him. The Tala groove becomes safe. As demon Dhenuka, who claimed the Tala groove, remained motionless on the ground after Balram had attacked him, the other Deityas roared in anger. This mere boy has killed our beloved Dhenukasura, cried one of the Deityas. Let us teach both the boys a lesson. Saying this, all the donkey-shaped demons charged toward the two boys. As they were coming towards the two, Lord Krishna and Balram smiled at each other. Do you wish to meet with the same end as Dhenukasura? called out Lord Krishna. The Deityas became even more incensed at this. We are not afraid of you. Whoever you are, our combined evil might defeat you roared one of the bigger Deityas. But none of the Deityas survived the attack at Lord Krishna and Balram finished them off one by one. Finally, the Tala groove was safe once again thanks to Lord Krishna and Balram. Pralam Basura abducts Balram. Meanwhile, one of Kansa's friends, an evil demon, Pralamba, soon located Lord Krishna and Balram. He disguised himself as a villager and went to Vrindavan to destroy the two brothers. He joined the other cowherds playing a wrestled match with Balram. The rule of the game was that the loser had to carry the winner on his shoulders. Pralambasura lost the game to Balram purposely. He picked Balram up and started running away from Lord Krishna and the others. His body changed back into a monstrous form as he carried Balram away. Krishna, this demon is carrying me away. What shall I do? cried Balram. Lord Krishna said, Brother, you are powerful enough to defeat him. Hearing this, Balram remembered who he was and he gathered his strength to attack the villainous demon. Pralambasura's red eyes shone and with malice as he tightened his grip on Balram. Balaram kills Pralambasura. 
Balram struck the evil demon Pralamba on the head with all his might. Balram was also an incarnation of Lord Vishnu just like Lord Krishna. So Balram had divine strength in his veins and when he struck the blow on Pralambasura's head, it was like the impact of a thousand punches. Facing such a powerful blow, the demon reeled under shock. The force of the blow was so strong that the demon fell senseless on the ground. In one mighty stroke, Balram had killed the demon. Lord Krishna said, You are just as strong as I, brother. Never fear evil again. Balram realized his own strength and said, Krishna, the sight of that monstrous demon was horrific, but I heard your words and realized he was no match for me. The cowherds stared at the dead demon with astonishment. They praised Balram for relieving them from the evil. Prayers to Lord Indra The villages of Gokul and Vrindavan had an age-old custom. Every year, all the people offered grand prayers to Lord Indra, the god of rains, to provide the much-needed rain. That year again, everyone in the village was busy preparing for the event. Amused by this, Lord Krishna wanted to know what was happening. He tried to find out from Mother Yashoda, but she was too busy. She said, Krishna, go and ask your father. Do not disturb me with your questions. There is a lot of work to be done. So Lord Krishna went to his father who was busy in discussion with the village elders. Very slowly he approached Nanda and said, Father, you all seem to be busy in the preparation of something. No one is ready to tell me anything. Will you please tell me what is happening? Nanda smiled at him. Govardhan Hill Nanda explained to Lord Krishna very calmly. He said, we are getting ready to offer a prayer service to Lord Indra, the Lord of Rains. Our wealth is cattle and for their food, we require fresh grass, which grows on the hills only because of rain. So, for timely rains, we offer prayers to Lord Indra. Pleased by our prayers, he will bless us with seasonal rains. Not satisfied with the reasons put up by his father, Krishna said, Father, what has Lord Indra done? To do with rains. Rains are a natural event and why should Lord Indra meddle with it? We are simple wandering folks who live in these forests and on the slope of these hills. This Govardhan hill nourishes our cows with green grass. So is it not proper that we worship the Govardhan, the holy men and cows? The elders were surprised at Krishna's words. They debated for a long time on this and finally agreed to offer prayers to the Govardhan. Offerings to Govardhan Lord Krishna had convinced everyone in the village to offer prayers to Govardhan Hill instead of Lord Indra. He took the lead and said, prepare a variety of dishes from sweets to savouries, collect all the available milk for offering, bring the holy men well versed in Vedas to perform the ceremony, arrange a huge feast for poor people. Feed the holy cows with green grass to their fill. Everyone in the village obeyed Lord Krishna. They made offerings to Govardhan Hill. To the surprise of the people, the hill consumed large quantities of the offerings. Actually, it was Lord Krishna who had assumed a huge form of the spirit of the hill and consumed the offerings. However, in heaven, Lord Indra was furious for being deprived of the sacrifice. Look, the cowherd clan has ignored me and offered their praise to a hill. He said to a group of clouds, Lord Indra's anger. Lord Indra was very angry and jealous that the cowherds had worshipped the Govardhan hill. 
forgetting the divine position of Lord Krishna, Indra thought, "These cowherds have neglected my authority on the advice of a talkative boy, Krishna. He is nothing but a child, and by believing this child, they have enraged him." Indra decided to send a storm to devastate the village, thinking, "All these years, I have heard their plea and helped them to prosper, and is this what I get in return?" It's time they know who the real god is. I'll send the most dangerous rains and thunderstorms. They will destroy the entire village of Vrindavan. Let me see who saves them. He ordered the clouds go and rain heavily all over the hill and destroy the whole clan. I shall follow you shortly. All of a sudden it began to rain heavily on the hill. The frightening rain. The heavy rains were followed by thunder and lightning. Furious winds blew away all the trees. The cowherd settlement became submerged in water. The panic-stricken cows wandered here and there. The people were frightened and alarmed and ran out of their homes. What they saw outside took their breath away. It was known, but the entire village had become pitch dark. The sun was nowhere to be seen. Krishna, Lord Indra, is furious. We all did what you said. Now please protect us from this terrible rain. They pleaded to Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna consoled the people of the village. We had offered our prayers to Govardhan Hill, our savior. He will protect us now. Saying so, he went to the foot of the hill. He asked everyone to stand in the cover of the hill and bring their cattle too. All the villagers stood under the covers of the hill with their cattle and other belongings. Lord Krishna's miracle. After all the people and animals had stood under the covers of Govardhan Hill in a miraculous show of strength, Lord Krishna lifted Govardhan Hill with one finger to make the hill form a huge umbrella. People stopped breathing in awe. A small boy had lifted a mountain on his little finger. Everyone crowded underneath it and remained safe until the rain stopped. It poured heavily for seven days, and Krishna stood still lifting the hill all that time. Lord Indra was amazed by the powers of Krishna and ordered the clouds to retreat. As he saw this, Krishna said, "We need not worry now. The rains have stopped. You may come out now and return home." When everyone had come out of their shelter, Lord Krishna reinstalled the mountain in its original place. Lord Indra was shocked to see this. He couldn't believe that a little boy could perform such a miracle. Thanks for watching. Do like, share, subscribe to Sahil Book House.